Welcome back to Not 97. This is season four, episode five with Arpan Somani. Arpan works in brand partnerships at SoundCloud as well as manages the artist Jackery, who was previously featured on the show. Arpan introduces the lush melodies of two New York newcomers, Bathe and Rum Gold. We introduce an electrifying, genre-blending offering from Berlin's Tufty Head, a raw, nostalgic track from Oh Jeremy, and a menacing yet playful delivery from Chicago's Nina Tech, live from only New York. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to 997. This is season four, episode five with Arpan Somani. We have the normal crew around the table. Dave Jones, how's it going? Good evening. Rashad. Yo, what how up? are you? Same shit. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah. We have a special guest in the shop today. Most of our guests, I think, are new to the shop or new to Only. You are very well versed in Only in this shop, but uh, it's good to have you. I'm a brand ambassador. Unpaid intern. It's true. Brand partnerships at SoundCloud. You've worked at Fader, correct? Tell us a little about yourself. That kind of sums it all. Uh, I do brand partnerships. I need to make the special shout out that all opinions voiced today by me are mine only and not SoundClouds. And if you're an artist and you're looking to connect with a brand, hit me up. If you're a brand and you're looking to connect with artists, hit me up. I also manage artists. Uh, I manage a kid named Jackery, who my boy Zoe shouted out That's on true. this show shout yeah. out last season. That's actually how I got put on to Not 97, surprisingly enough. I feel like I would have found out anyway, just being a fan of only and being around these parts. No, Things came uh, full circle there. So a big shout out to Zoe. Let's get into it. We have a lot of music to go through. I don't want to do a Rashad intro for this song, but like there's not much about this girl on the internet to even talk about. All I really know is that she's from Philly. I found this. I think I like, I call it like when I'm looking for songs, kind of I'm, I'm literally like wandering around SoundCloud, like just like clicking around and like listening to songs or snippets or whatever I hear and for some reason this one caught me and I've like had it on loop for the last few days and not like it's yeah I, let's just get into it this is uh Pierre with if you don't mind <laughs> And then I told him, 
I'm not trying to commit. <laughs> and he said, Well, I am, but I guess you're not. <laughs> I think that song like i she's a very fresh artist to releasing music she, like this on soundcloud she has like 50 followers this song has like very like not a lot of plays and i don't know like i kind of wanted to play it to get other people's opinion of it because like it's kind of just been like stuck in my head for the weekend and like i don't really know why it's it's just interesting to me and there's like it's fairly simple i think melody wise and like the lyrics and everything but it's just like something about it like holds me now nah, i had that dreamy vibe though yeah uh I, I was fucking with the uh the bongos the bongos in there tight i think that holds you I, it, it is something about uh the instrumentation that gives you like this i don't know like an island vibe almost where it's like it just drifts you into this vacation spot in your head and i feel like i found myself kind of like definitely dreamy yeah dreamy is the right word but it's because for me it was like her off-kilter voice it's like not real almost. yeah you kind of you're listening and you're like oh i'm in this but am i really in this mm. right now it's kind of like, surreal kind of trippy no i felt that too i didn't really get it until like the little breakdown when she started laughing and then kind of when it came back in on the refrain it like kind of clicked in my head and i think the best way i could describe how I felt about it was like if 16 candles was written now by Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah. This song would be featured. Yeah. And a Jonah Hill no. rewrite. Yeah. of 16 I candles. mean, the whole thing of it, like I don't mind if you don't mind like about like, you know, let's just have fun and whatever is very, I like that you have the Jonah Hill reference and like the mid nineties thing, because it feels very playful and kind of adolescent, but also has these like little moments, both vocally and in the sentiment of the song that are very mature. And I think those, that marriage is what stands out to me where I'm like, all right, yeah, I feel good listening to this. It's got that like girls just want to have fun vibe. But again, it's like through the prism of 2018 Philly, fucking Philly, man. Yeah, Philly. Philly. 2018, like Northeast, like indie. Yeah. Bedroom pop. Jonah Hill. Shout out to Pieri, P-I-E-R-I. Yo, you're up next. Your word, yeah. Sure shot by Bathe. It's their first single, fairly new on the scene. They're in New York right now. Um, it's two dudes, Devin and Corey. And uh, Devin's got sultry, sultry vocals. I saw them at one of their earlier shows uh, a couple weeks ago at Mercury Lounge, and it was phenomenal. They got a the incredible backing band with them. But I'm pretty sure Devin and Corey do kind of all the music themselves. And honestly, I'm just stoked to hear more. This is this is just a taste, and I, I know there's more coming. This is Bathe with Sure Shot. Guess you thought I was Sure Shot. You never see me out of your thought. How wrong. Caught your shadow at the bus stop. Special. 
Yeah, that was nice. That was fire. Shout out the SoundCloud design team. Hey. Devin's a designer at SoundCloud, actually. Love it. So you can tell he's got good taste. Shout out SoundCloud. For real. And that was riding out the whole time. His voice is sick. Really great voice. Super clean and just straight up like well fucking produced. Like really, really impressively so. Um, you could tell it was made by a designer. Like yeah. seriously. <laughs> it's, it's their first song. Yeah, I mean it's it's the first song that's out. Nah, yeah, I fuck with that heavy. I mean the vocal delivery is obviously incredible and super warm and inviting. Even like hitting little pockets of the lyrics that I caught were really nice. I mean, right at the beginning he says something like, I caught your shadow at the bus stop. Which is like cute little sentiment, cute little vibe right there. I just Googled them because I wanted to see what they looked like to try to picture like them singing and the OK Player premiere came up and uh, they have like a little quote there about like what the song is about. And it's like honestly way deeper than a first listen gives off. Like the first listen, I'm like captivated by that guitar part and the vocals, but like going over and getting deeper into like this, what he's actually speaking about is is really interesting. He says, the song is about the destructive cycle of paranoia and toxic masculinity that black men endure and are often forced to embody as a byproduct of existing under a constant threat of violence. It was inspired by the lives of our respective father figures. It's pretty crazy that that emotion creates that sound. It's like a beautiful thing, like in like the most cathartic way. Well, you listen to it and you're like, oh, that's a love song. And then... You're like, wait a minute. There's like a melancholy there that you don't hear first time around. I know they got more on the way. I haven't heard much, but but you know, I'm excited to kind of see what comes out of uh, the ride that they're going with this first single. Yeah. Which I, I know reception was really great for it. And, you know, a lot of times with, with something so personal, Devin, please don't be angry that I'm sharing some of this info, but I know that it can be really hard to even put out that first single. Something so deeply personal, it's not a love song, right? It's easy to put out a love song. But you're putting out something that, that kind of puts you as the artist in a very, very vulnerable position. And, it can't be easy. So I'm just excited that he's receiving positive attention, him and Corey, and that we're going to be hearing way more from Bathe coming up. Um, All right, Rashad, plug us to the next hit. Okay. I'm still in the same vibe. The hit makers. It's bag season in both ways. Yeah. We get in the bag, but we also like... We're supplying the bag. in the bag. We're in yeah, the bag. You need yeah. to carry a bag with all your warm clothes. <laughs> yeah. So here we have Pink Sweats with Cocaine. Falling for the wrong time No, I'm not saying you should be mine I'm just promising you good times I just wanna show you good vibes Don't trust man, don't trust woman Don't trust your heart, you never should have Cause you left your heart in LA you left your mind in Paris Traded emotions in for cocaine Maybe it's right but just the wrong time Maybe love's something you won't find You've been searching for a long time Now you wanna move on with your life don't trust man, don't trust woman Don't trust your heart, you never should have Cause you left your heart in LA You left your mind in Paris Traded emotions and for cocaine Cause you left your heart in your mind in Paris Traded emotions in for cocaine
That's my boy, Pink Sweats. Wow. So he's from Philly again. Double down on Philly today. Not LA. Nah, Philly. Wow. Philly. Okay. I don't know his age. He doesn't have like mad uh, info, but he has like 30,000 followers on Instagram on some weird shit, but not a lot on SoundCloud and then not a lot on like anything else really. He's an interesting, interesting kid. He just wears a lot of pink and shit. I was going to say like, you know, I guess we got to switch roles here for a second. Normally, you're like the visuals guy, but like this dude's Almart for Pink Sweats Volume 1 is incredible. It's him just living his best life. I'm all about it. And the thing that really uh, attracted me to this song really is like his voice also doesn't really go with his image. Like you wouldn't expect him to be singing how he sings. So it's like, word, this guy ha already has a, a, some type of a shock value, I say. Yo, season four is all about like Pop and our shot, and I'm here to just embrace it and welcome it. Like, mm. you're right. I've been a couple episodes in, I've been doing it. I loved this song. Like, it was just such a well written song, and it was presented so simply to let the song shine and to let his delivery of it shine. And like, it almost reminds me of like someone we played a couple shows ago, Benny Moon, like in the same way, like someone who could succeed as a songwriter, but also as pipes for days and i think pink sweats is the same way it's like super clear just off of this one record like dude can write fucking songs it's also yeah. super clear off this one record like dude could fucking sing his ass off so like it was this is like really well presented and like super cool and i like, think he's super playing the guitar to too yo Damn. dave to support your claim i went to his uh instagram and but out of all the people that i follow and he follows it's frank dukes john caramonica from the new york times nigel mack who is gonna come on the show and then it's king princess okay he just been obviously making music you know like he just is starting to make this push towards like actually trying to be a, a solo artist and taking it even to the next level and making music well and he's yeah. in the scene for sure all right so we're gonna send it back around the table so going way way lower than I've gone in a long time. This is like another songwriting song that's just like kind of stuck with me for a little bit. Written and sung by a woman named Johanna Samuels. Don't know a ton about her. I know that she lived in New York for a while and then moved to LA. I know the song's been out for four months and I know within those four months on SoundCloud it's gotten five plays and one heart. So I'm really excited to play it. How many of those are your plays? At least two. <laughs> uh, so once again, uh, the artist Johanna Samuels with the song with now after I click this button six plays why do i go there two of them falling into place off they go
That's why my face is turned away I can't allow it And if I ask for what I needed Would you stick around somehow? Johanna Samuels, why do I go there? Do I need to say more? Nah, you don't need to say more. I like that twang, you know? Yeah. I fuck yeah. with that heavy. Got a nice twang to it. I think I have a, a trade secret to why she only has five, now six plays. Hit Little known fact, most rappers tag their shit as country so that they can chart on the country <laughs> hey, charts. Really? And Johanna needs to do the opposite. Tag this shit rap. And that was Inside Baseball on this week's episode <laughs> of Not 97. Yeah. She's a little bigger than that, though, like on her socials. You, you know, like she's not, she has like a couple thousand on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, like a couple thousand could just be like, that's like Facebook friends for like the younger generation. Yeah. And she's, she's got a look, you know, yeah, she's, she's, doing, she's doing like branded posts for fashion. Yeah. Mags underwear. And stuff like that. Figs, under, underwear. Figs underwear. Shout out Figs Shout underwear. Out figs. <laughs> no Yo, free ads. But that, all right. What I really appreciated was right at the start that song felt very vintage and it was like nice and like um, kind of a retro vibe. Mm -hmm. But by the end, it really fills out to the point where like at the end when that guitar solo is hitting, you're like, I didn't even know that was going to happen. You're like, yeah, you're like giving yeah. that stank face and like getting into it. And like at the start, I did not expect me to get to that vibe. That outro is like, like more refined neutral milk hotel. It's like, mm. yeah, it also like really rides out in the literal sense of like, you know, watching a movie and the car is getting to the distance, that guitar solo is hitting and it just like... Closing credits. Pulls away, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel that. You're right about that. It's like a sad ending and then the epic rebirth. I mean, there are so many epic <laughs> moments. Like, who the fuck puts a clarinet breakdown in a song? Yo, clarinet solo. Squidward. Squidward, Squidward would be proud. It was so well produced. It's one of those records too where like the production matches the delivery so well. She lives in LA now. So, I, I mean, it's like a little bit of that like you know, that like canyon Southern desert vibe. LA. I don't know where in LA, but it's that canyon desert it's vibe. Road, road tripping music. From the second you hear like those whirly chords, like right at the top, this is just how this record had to sound. Like coupled with how she sings, like this had to be one of those songs that kind of just like produced itself. Like, of course, like we're going to put like a fucking epic clarinet breakdown. Of course, like we're going to pad the shit out of this with horns. Like, of course, like we're going to like ride this into the sunset with like a guitar solo. It's just like, yeah, but that said, there's like, there are intricate arrangements. No doubt. But like to me, like all those intricate arrangements just support her and support the song like perfectly, like to the point where like I can imagine that being in the studio and like trying something out and being like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is going to like be perfect. She's special. She is special. Yeah. I love Shout her. out to the road trip. My next artist is an artist with quite possibly, you know, one of the best names we've ever played. He this is possibly by... your best song you've ever played. Ooh. He goes by Tufty Head. Uh, he's from Berlin. I've been getting with the last minute picks. I kind of get stressed out in the few days before we like we record with like what I'm gonna play, and then I last minute find something, and I'm like, all right, this is better than the other things. I'm gonna play this and just like go for it. This is that Tufty Head with In the Dark. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's what I expect to hear right there. <laughs> Tufty head. Yo, yeah, that song, I like I've been playing that so loud loud in my headphones, just going everywhere today. Uh and it's so fun. It like just rides. There's so many different elements that like hold you the all the way through. Yeah, I love that it's not afraid to be experimental. I love that it like breathes at the beginning before the vocal comes in. The little fucking weird off drum solo that's either like steel drums or on like some stomp the loose type shit. Tom breakdown. Yeah, yeah. like fuck. that shit woke me up. Yeah, yo. <laughs> I honestly love that in so many different ways. This is like my secret passion. My secret passion in music is most definitely like house. This is not necessarily house. This is like I guess electronic ish it's a euro club thing though but i really fuck with that a lot definitely um like i said at the beginning I, if i went to berlin i would 100 percent expect to hear this in the club it was super cool i had like a really good polished sound to it like really well put together and like a really infectious groove like i think the four of us just sitting around at this table listening like heads were not, bopping heads were bopping feet were tapping knees were knocking it was good tufty head out of nowhere Back to Arpon. Yeah. We're back in the scene. I sent Matt this artist and I was like, yo, I don't remember if you were the person who told me about this. I don't think I was. It wasn't you then. No. I don't, it's, it's one of those things where I've been on it for a couple months now and I don't remember who put me on, but now that I'm on it, I'm seeing him everywhere. Like he's out or he's opening for a show that I was already going to, or like I ran, go to a random art gallery in Bushwick and he's there playing an acoustic set covering Moses Sumney and Daniel Caesar. This kid is named Rumgold. He's a kid, he's young and like very raw. It's something special and, and it's fun to be watching an artist this early in their career where they only have two singles and you see him live and you're like, damn, the live show's not quite there yet but it's gonna get there and you can already see the vision because you've heard the music and i'm just excited i'm super excited he's a kid he's got you know so much growth ahead of him and this is rum gold with where there's smoke 
That's rum gold. Yo, that was wild. The kids built for it. I think we were touching on it earlier where we were just talking about artists like um just having the the confidence to like step out and just be able to be themselves and stuff. So it's like with this type of voice, it's so iconic, it's like Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You I know, agree. you gotta come right. You gotta come correct. I feel like I feel like it's like a burden almost. It's like the voice is so damn good, and like the whole packaging of it too. Like the way his voice sat in with everything else. Like song aside, it was just like really, really interestingly put together. Like in a super unique way. I thought he definitely has the sauce. And, and like you were saying, like him playing Moses Sunday songs or like him playing like kind of modern iron. I mean, I don't even know if you'd call him R&B, but like it's just like it's like a it's like a modern tradition of like powerful male singers and like powerful in a way where like people who have control over their voice in a really like refreshing impressive way that you don't hear often enough especially from male vocalists 
I think it's powerful because it has so much control at its quietest moments. Yeah, for sure. Even though it's like like the tone of it is like he's not yelling, it still has like a certain force, which is like unique in its own way. Did he produce it? Haha, this is where my reading comes in handy. What's good? There's this guy from Berlin that produced both of these singles. Berlin, yeah. That he's apparently never met. Okay. Run that back? Incredible. Apparently, from my reading, there's a write-up via Pigeons Planes, a little interview. Shout out. Shout out. Shouts. There's a producer who we met on SoundCloud. There you go. That he's never met and that produced these two songs, who's in Berlin. Because the production is so strong. I mean, the vocal, obviously, and the layers in those vocal, obviously, but one thing that I kept, like the drum sounds, the, the however, and maybe this isn't the producer or whoever recorded it, but the way those drum sounds are recorded and played, there's like a really raw element to the drum sound, but it's still very tight and on point, which I really appreciate it. And like, there's parts where it's muted and whatnot. The drum sound, the guitar picking, like the way his vocal is presented, that's a Dave element. Absolutely. Shout out to James Chatburn, who's the producer on that. Yeah. The producer from that, as Rashad said, from Berlin, who's never met the artist Rumgold before. Crazy. Yeah. His live shows, the two times I've seen him, it's not this. It's him and an acoustic guitar. And it's sloppy and kind of messy, but it's almost purposefully so. And you can even hear it on the guitar parts in the song. Like Everything else is so highly produced. And then you hear the fret slides and yeah. you hear the yeah, slip, yeah. Hear the slip up. I love that. And it adds this like raw human element exactly, to exactly. something that's highly produced. Something that kind of makes sense. Like he never met the producer. Not that that's inhuman, but there's, you're missing a human connection there. But it's almost like they make up for it by letting him make mistakes. If right. you even want to call it that. It's- I think it makes him more personal. Like, you know, everybody gets to in- interpret it however they want to interpret it because okay the producer is in berlin he makes the beat he's going to hear it one way based on his environment and then here you have rum who's going to build on top of it based on whatever he hears and whatever he's feeling in his environment and it's like probably it just builds a whole different vibe and honestly i guess they just trust each other enough to be like okay I, I know it's going to come out well. As a producer, I feel like that's the main thing. It's like, I will give you my beat, but just like, don't make an ass song. But it's like kind of the other way around. Like he's giving him like a song and be like, don't make an ass production around this, which to me is like almost like a more delicate situation. Like you haven't met someone before. Like you might not know their vibe completely. Like you have to really be gentle with like how you're constructing that. That's a delicate song too. Yeah. And then it's a delicate relationship altogether. Like it's 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 really interesting to hear how it was executed and like impressive that it came across as well as it did. Irishad. My pick is from London. Here's O Jeremy with I Know Now 2003. You're on my mind for six Man, I thought you always had me Speeding down the motorway away with another dude Cause you're not with me
Yeah, so boom. Here we go. This is uh, another London special, South London, hitting us with it again. With the um, moods. The vibe for that one for me was just like off top. It's, I mean, it has 2003 in the name. Mm-hmm. The whole essence of it is like that. Yeah, what do you think that vibe, refers to? The melodies and just the the energy of that song in particular. Like, I think she's referencing well, yeah. the actual, like, period of time. Like, right, as she has, like, like, conceptually, that song is about something that happened or someone she knew or something in 2003. No, like, the music that so. was coming out so? okay. in 2003. Yeah, I like, think- how it sounds is, like, early 2000 R&B. Like, that's what okay. she's, I think... Initially, for me, that's why I would put it in the title if I was the artist. Faded wrote up about this in particular song. She says that uh, it's like about a doomed relationship. Say it sounds more like Brandy-esque, which is 2003-ish. So that's kind of my vibe when I'm listening to it. The production is what the nod to 2003 is. It's like UK Garage. It's like dance electronic production. Yeah. Yeah, That kind of like like early 2000s UK. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I mean, it's like you could get the Destiny's Child, the like, you know, the the early 2000s shit. You know what it is. You you feel a crop top in this song with like some big ass bell bottom. Like Arpon, you have like a great point. It's got like a really good UK subdivision to it where it's like kind of like got that shoulder bop. Rashad, you've got a great point too where it's like you know a straight like tip of the cap to to the early 2000s r&b like in like the freshest way it's also like a cool presentation because it's super short like you're in and out it like builds really quickly but once you're there because it's a short song you're not there too long it's really refreshing to kind of actually like hear this sound done right and not just trying to like iterate it to death but to just like kind of be like a straight reference but like a straight reference achieved very successfully i like that it starts and you're listening to her vocals and then that again that like uk electronic dance early 2000s beat kicks in with the like syncopated hi-hats. exactly exactly but what i thought was really interesting is that when that kicks in at no point does like the levels or the mixing of her vocals change so like the beat came up and met her at her vocals but never once at that point, like in what you would call like a quote unquote chorus, did they feel like she needed to bring her vocals up to stand out. It was almost like both her and that that beat drop, that beat kick, not fighting, but they were like doing a duet together. Like mm. neither was the production, neither was the vocals. If you were an alien and you came to Earth and you thought <laughs> drums were how people communicated, yeah. you would think that that's the chorus through the drum beat and that the yeah. vocals are the production. All right, Dave, we turn it up. We're turning up from the shy. With 4,000 SoundCloud streams in four months, here is Nina Tech with Loso. I don't go to parties, people weird and make me anxious. Why don't you make a plan instead of standing around and hating? I know some people on my heels cause they know I'ma make it I'm number one, the game is mine, I liked it in my basement I done took a little time but now I'm back again New music, new money and some new friends Cause motherfuckers ain't with me and they never was Had to exterminate so I could clear all these bugs You got a stupid click, y'all always on some stupid shit Type to talk about a mood and never go and do the shit Ain't no money in your pocket, why you worry about Bitch. If you think you winning, I'm the one to make you wanna quit I'm Nina, call me Loso though, cause I'm so fabulous My life on Sharpe Evans, all I want is fabulous I told the chef to bring me steak and it was fabulous These bitches cannot hang with me cause I'm too glamorous I watch my back, I watch my front, I know these bitches mad We cannot hang and we can't chat, but you can kiss my ass I see right through these bitches just like they a piece of glass And I enjoy shit and on these bitches a little tad 19 years old, stunting on your man they try to put my life together, but they don't know Some people did me dirty, no, I would not let it go I'd rather act a fool, act a fool, put on a show These niggas pussy and I see them shaking in their boots I'm not a pirate, but I come to 
to collect all the loot And if you feel a way, just tell me what you wanna do I'ma do me, I'ma do me, that's what I'ma do I'm Nina, call me Lo Soto, cause I'm so fabulous My life on Sharpay Evans, all I want is fabulous I told the chef to bring me steak and it was fabulous These bitches cannot hang with me cause I'm too glamorous I'm Nina, call me Lo Soto, cause I'm so fabulous My life on Sharpay Evans, all I want is fabulous I told the chef to bring me steak and it was fabulous These bitches cannot hang with me, I'm too glamorous Nina Tech, Chicago. That was fire. She had some one-liners in there that I was like, Yo, yeah. I had to write it down. She has some one line. What's the bar, Matt? What's the bar? (laughs) Matt's bar of the week, but also like this might be my favorite (laughs) bar of like the year. I don't go to parties. People weird. They make me anxious. Why don't you make a plan instead of standing around and hating? I feel that deep. She said a lot of things. She wishes she said, I I see through bitches like glass. Uh, They call me Loso because I'm fabulous. You know, shout out to Fab. There's a lot of little low key things in there. That flow is so hard. Yeah, that's the other fun thing about it too is like on top of the writing like her delivery of it is like very slippery like in a way that's like at times almost off-putting but like kind of in the coolest way where it's like and again it's like it's supposed to i think redirect you toward what she's actually saying and like keep attention on the words themselves and i think like any listener is absolutely rewarded for doing that because the wordplay is on fire like it's super fucking fun it's like a mixture of things that are like hilarious but also like so funny because they're so fucking real like especially to like i don't know a bunch of people in their like mid to late 20s like i yeah i'm all about it and she's 19 that's what she kept saying in the song yeah she's young she was six years old when high school musical came out yep and she keeps on shouting out high school musical i mean nina tech it was produced by big los with the the s and los is a dollar sign shout out to big los and shout out to like whoever shout out to nina tech maybe for the beat selection because like for her to rap and and flow like that over this is rare that menace little beat is like menacing is the right word yeah and we yeah. hear that from like Chicago. hard spitters no, but like, yo Chicago shit she from Chicago she understands drill it's that's, really drill that's music. crazy that's drill. it's really honestly just drill that's music. crazy out here with the undeniable energy that's the rap and it is strong but Boom. we start we started with some vibes tonight started it with Pierre with if you don't mind in Philly we had Bathe with Short Shot. We had Cocaine by Pink Sweats. Why Do I Go There by Johanna Samuels. In the Dark, Tufty Head in Berlin. We had Rum Gold with Where There's Smoke. I Know Now. Oh, Jeremy. What year? I Know Now, 2003. Oh, Jeremy. And Loso. Ending it strong. Loso by Nina Tech. And Arpon, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much oh, for your thank taste. You for thank you so me. much for your picks. We appreciate you. Episode five, holiday special, uh, SoundCloud special. Um, not sponsored by SoundCloud. Not sponsored by SoundCloud. Not sponsored Opinions by SoundCloud. Opinions here are only Arpon's, not SoundCloud's. Yeah. <laughs> Opinion sponsored by Arpon. Um, yeah, you know, it's a beautiful night. You know, we're living life. Shout out to Muse for being the beautiful people. Shout out to Master and Dynamic for mm. bumping these two. Andrew Gretzko, where you at? Na- Nina Tech sounds so good in these headphones. Johanna Samuel sounds so good Amazing. in these headphones. Yo, I honestly shout out to Andrew because he's the only reason that tonight all four of us are wearing Master and Dynamics. That is true. Um, I finally got to experience the beauty, beautiful but. sound that is Master Dynamics. I wish that one day I will be blessed <laughs> with hearing something from the Master Dynamics team. Michelle, I'll send you an email tomorrow. So everything sounds beautiful in these beautiful headphones. And, you know, I love you guys. You know, we got big things coming this year. It's been a beautiful fucking year. That's it. Shout out to Only.